Welcome to What Nodcast. Title pending for our uh, Chat <laughs> GPT, GPT Open segment. AI section. The, the guys oh, got introduced. So, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, if, like, if you're listening to this now, thank you for listening to early. Yeah. And if you kind of know yeah. where this was going, yeah. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if you listen to the yeah. episode, yeah. this is exactly you know what exactly uh, when we Anthony has discovered Anthony has discovered the power of Chat GPT. I the finally understand. The unlimited power of Chat GPT in so, the palm of my app. I wanted to think of something yeah. that would be so weird, but related enough that it could it could possibly could happen. Work. Sure. <clears throat> Tommy Oliver, the legendary Power oh, Ranger, fucking asshole, faces off against Flabber, the eccentric oh, phasm from Hillhurst Mansion. Me running. The battle unfolded in an abandoned warehouse with sparks of electricity crackled in the air. Tommy, it's morphin' time. Morphs into Green Ranger. Flabber laughs maniacally. Oh, dearie, this should be a frightful good time. Transforms into a mischievous monster. The Green Ranger lunged forward, wielding his dragon dagger while Flabber summoned a comically oversized mallet from thin air. The two clashed, their weapons colliding with a resonating clang. Green Ranger, you won't stand in the way of justice. Flabber swings mallet. Justice? Oh, how dreadfully dull. Flabber's mallet swung wildly, but Tommy's martial arts skills <laughs> allowed him to dodge with finesse. The Green Ranger struck back with his dragon dagger, but Flabber's ghostly form made him nearly impossible to hit. With a mischievous grin, Flabber conjured a whirlwind of feathers that enveloped Tommy. The Green Ranger struggled to break free from the feathery vortex. Green Ranger, I won't be defeated by parlor tricks! Summoning his inner strength, Tommy unleashed a powerful dragonzord call. The ground shook as the dragonzord's roar echoed through the warehouse. It burst through the wall, tail thrashing, and sent Flabber flying. Flabber crashed into a pile of cardboard boxes, defeated but still grinning. Flabber coughs. Well, my dear, you certainly know how to throw a party. Tommy demorphs. The party's over, Flabber. Time to call it a night. What did you ask, ChatGPT? A ride of fight between Tommy Oliver and oh Flabber from Big Bad Beat Awards. I fucking love you. <laughs> I got, here's the thing, because we're on the same page. I got Power Rangers, the musical. <laughs> so, I've been on a big musical kick, if you couldn't tell. I got a great one for after this. Right? So, the first one, obviously, is a Morphin Time. Like, that's the first song. Rita's Malevolence, which I fucking love that, right? Go, go, Power Rangers. Zordon's Guidance. The Power of Friendship, which a fucking oh, course, That's right? right up Power Rangers. Followed by Alpha Song, the Megazord Battle. battle Tommy's Redemption. Uh, Zed's Ambition. And We Are One. So, we literally are- just the entire fucking first season of Power Rangers in a musical. I mean, that's, oh, what, that's what they would do. Yeah. Oh, that oh. would be great! I can I can already see the cheesy costumes, like they would have like one prop of like like the foot showing in the background, and then they would cut to the people in costumes fighting. That honestly, uh, I gave Jared my phone, so he is putting in his own prompt for Chat yeah. GPT, which again I've been saying wrong all this whole time. Jared put in something I can tell because he's he reacted. I can't believe I put in Flabber and it actually. How do you feel about Flabber using a uh, giantly, comically oversized mallet? I love it. Writing character? Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> you want me to, you want yeah, me to of read course, this yes. fucking garbage? Yeah. <clears throat> In the darkest realms of space, so vast, a predator roamed. Oh, no. A hunter unsurpassed. But in his cold heart, a secret he concealed, a forbidden love, a fate that was sealed. Among the stars, where the death's dance unfold, a xenomorph queen, 
Oh no. Her body so bold. I don't like where oh, this is going. God. In her ten <laughs> In her deadly embrace. His heart did succumb. Oh, a no. love between species as fierce as the sun. The predator watched watched with dread in his eye, for the love of the xenomorph he couldn't deny. He admired her grace, her deadly allure, and her presence, his warrior's heart felt so pure. <laughs> oh, shit. Is this like Shakespeare, Romeo? Their Lillian? worlds clashed in chaos over this fight, yet in the quiet moments, he yearned for her sight. His mask hid his longing, his pain deep within, for a love like this wasn't truly a sin! He stalked through the shadows, their paths intertwined. A deadly ballet in the void undefined. But in his heart's chamber, he held her close. A love for the ages, a dangerous prose. Forbidden love, like stars that collide. In the cosmos of darkness, they couldn't hide. Predator and xenomorph, a tale so bizarre. A love story written on a distant star. Did you make it a poem? In the depths of space where no one could see a predator's love, a secret decree, a ballad of passion, in the void so fast, or sorry, a void so vast, a love that would forever last. God damn. And his prompts <laughs> was a predator in love with a xenomorph, a ballad. In the midst of a mystic forest. Yeah, go ahead. Let it all out, bud. Let it all out. That was just so it's all good because this is fucking amazing. This is way too much power for me to have. Like anyone, no one should be able to allow this. In the midst of a mystic forest, the Power Rangers Turbo and the Mystic Knights of or the Mystic Knights of Turninoak find themselves heated in confrontation. The Power Rangers wielding their advanced technology face off against the Mystic Knights who wield their ancient magic powers. The clash begins. Power Ranger Turbo Red, raising his turbo sword. Turbo Red, ready for action. Mystic Knight Ivar, leader of the Mystic Knights, raising, brandishing, brandishing, mind you, Oof. his Sword of Kells for the honor of Turninog. The battle commences with the Red Ranger and Ivar locking swords, each pushing against the other with great determination. Meanwhile, the other Rangers and Knights engage in their res- respective skirmishes. Yellow Ranger, Turbo Windfire, uh, Princess Deirdre, Element of Air, heed my call. Uh, Yellow Ranger's wind attack clashes with the Princess Deirdre's magic, creating swirling cyclone that envelops them both. Turbo Green, Turbo Lightning Sword, uh, Mystic Knight Garrett, Shield of Granite, which I didn't know he could do, but it's really fucking cool. A Green Ranger's sword uh, strikes Garrett's shield, sending sparks flying in the Mystic Shield Hold Strong. A Blue Turbo Ranger, Turbo Star Chargers, Mystic Knight Angus, uh, invoking earth magic, earthquake. The Blue Ranger star-shaped projectiles clash against Angus's earth magic, causing the ground to shake beneath them. Uh, amidst the intense combat, it becomes clear that the Power Rangers' technology and Mystic Knight's ancient magic are evenly matched. Realizing this, they pause for a moment. Red Ranger, maybe there's a way we can work together. Ivar, it seems our worlds have collided and we face a common threat. Just as they agree to alliance, the menacing force fusion of dark magic and advanced technology appears threatening them both. Together, they combine their powers in a dazzling display of magic and technology, sending their formidable enemies fleeing. Turbo Red Ranger, we make a powerful team. Ivar, let us ensure the safety of both our realms. 
As the forest returns to calm, the Power Rangers, Turbo, and the Mystic Knights of Turninog stand united, ready to face whatever challenges may come their way. This is fucking amazing! What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It is great. It's only not even ten minutes. In the dimly lit chamber of her family's ancestral estate, Juliet Montague, heartbroken by the tragic loss of her beloved Romeo, saw the forbidden path to bring him back from the abyss of death. She had heard whispers of a powerful and dark grimoire known as the Necronomicon, (laughs) a book rumored to hold the secrets of resurrection. This goes on for way too long. Yeah, it's fine. Buddy, (laughs) fucking... Keep going, man. Just read a little bit more. With trembling hands, Juliet ventured into the hidden library, concealed beneath layers of dust and cobwebs. In the flickering candlelight, she uncovered the sinister tome bound in human flesh and inked in blood. The pages were filled with arcane symbols and indications older than time itself. Juliet knew the risk for meddling with such dark forces could unleash unimaginable horrors, but her love, Romeo, has consumed her, and she was willing to sacrifice anything for one more chance. She chanted the ancient words with fervor, drawing symbols and chalk upon the stone on the floor, the room filled with an eerie, otherworldly chill as a portal to the realm of the dead began to shimmer before her. Romeo's spectral form emerged, pale and ethereal. His eyes, once filled with life, gazed upon Juliet with a mix of astonishment and dread. Romeo, Juliet, what have you done? This is not the world of the living. Juliet, I couldn't bear to live without you, my love. I have brought you back from the cold embrace of death. But as she quickly reached out to touch him, the room quaked and grotesque shadows materialized, whispering madness into her ear. The dark forces unleashed by the Necronomicon hungered for more than just Romeo's return. Juliet, no, this isn't what I wanted. Desperation filled her as she tried to close the portal, but unholy power resisted her with every effort, the room filled with an ominous growing darkness. Romeo, Juliet, you must let me go. The price is too high. With great sorrow, Juliet understood that she had unleashed a malevolent force that threatened not only their love, but the world itself. As she struggled to close the rift, Romeo's spirit faded into the abyss, leaving Juliet to face the consequences of her ill-fated decision. The chamber fell silent, the Necronomicon secret forever sealed, and Juliet was left with the haunting knowledge that some things were not meant to be tampered with, even for love's sake. So fucking good. That's so so good! It's so I hate how good good that is. I... Just, I don't know what to think about this because I just asked it to write Hugh Jackman the musical. (laughs) (laughs) Cancer, pack a cancer. So a musical production celebrating the career of Hugh Jackman would be a spectacular tribute to his versatility as an actor, singer, and performer. Here are songs that would include Hugh Jackman the musical. Opening Uh, act, The Showman. Uh, You know, you know. Uh, Number two, Wolverine's Lament. (laughs) Number three is just the greatest showman melody, because obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four, Jean Valjean's uh, Soliloquy, which <laughs> I'm surprised I knew how to say Soliloquy. Uh, number five, The Boy from Oz, uh, A Song and Dance Man, From Broadway to Hollywood, Logan's Redemption, Hollywood to Broadway, and Closing Act or Hughes Encore. That- and then I asked it, while you were doing that, was to write a better ending to Power Rangers Zeo. <laughs> 
because I fucking hate the Turbo movie. Because you realize that we can re-alter. With I that. have the power! Instead of, of Juliet savvy herself, got the Necronomicon. <laughs> she just gets the fucking Necronomicon. You, if you're... No, you you are good. I'm just going to let Hunter down. So yeah. being a dick. And it's bonus anyway. You're paying for this. You get the dog sometimes. <laughs> Uh, so I asked it, uh, since we're, everybody's been doing plays, uh, I said, give me a musical play about Jason Voorhees. <laughs> a musical play about Jason Voorhees? Notoriously loud character so Jason. These, these are what it gave me for the songs for this. Creating a musical play about Jason Voorhees, the iconic core character from the Friday the 13th franchise, could be a unique and int- intriguing concept. Here are some song ideas for just such a play. Crystal Lake Dreams. <laughs> An opening number introducing the idyllic setting of Crystal Lake, just opposing to the impending sense of doom. Number two, Mother's Lullaby. A haunting Ooh. ballad sung by Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mother, expressing her love for her son and her descent into madness. Honestly, that's a good one. Followed by Campfire Tales. Camp counselors singing about the legends and rumors surrounding Jason's supposed death and return. Mask of Fear. Jason Voorhees, now masked and menacing, reveals his presence through a, through a chilling solo. Summer <laughs> of Slaughter. A group of campers sings about their carefree summer before meeting their gruesome fate. Oh, I Final can see that Girls one. Anthem. The surviving camp counselor, often referred to as the Final Girl, sings a powerful and determined song about her fight for survival. Oh, God. Oh, okay. We're almost there. Okay. The Curse of Jason. The group of town folks lanterns in their circle of death of destruction brought on by Jason Voorhees. Crystal Lake Requiem. The solemn and reflective song sung by the spirits of those who were killed off in Jason's rampage. A Mother's Love Reprise. Pamela Voorhees returns in a ghostly form attempting to lure Jason back into her grasp underwater. Unmasked. A climactic song where Jason's mask is removed, revealing the tragic figure beneath. Oh my god, is that fucking... Oh god, I forgot his name. He's so un... Ending out with Crystal Lake's Curse, a chilling final number that explores the enduring terror of Crystal Lake, leaving the audience with a sense of unease. Oh my god, is that Steven Seagal? (laughs) That's... Uh, this is too powerful. This is much too big. Okay. This is really. This is, this is, is that is that all? okay? So yeah, I no, got. Was, I asked so I I asked it. I asked it. What if Zordon survived the Z wave? So if you guys don't know, Z wave is the end of Power Rangers yep. in space, destroyed all evil in the universe, right? <clears throat> if Zordon had survived the Z wave at the end of Power Rangers in space, which again it knows too much. <laughs> It would have had significant impacts for the Power Rangers universe. Here are some speculative scenarios of what might have happened. Continued mentorship. He would have continued to be the mentor and raised a new generation of Rangers. An alliance against Astronema. Astronema would have, er, Zordon would have known Astronema's true identity as Corone, Andros' sister, and it would have led to a redemption arc far sooner than what was allowed. Expanded storyline. Zordon continued presence would allow for the more uh, intricate and long story arcs Power Rangers could have used more of cross-season crossovers, right? So with Zordon as the central figure, you can bring back old characters. Evolution of the Power Chamber. It keeps evolving with new technologies from Billy Cranston. Character development. Zordon's presence would allow a deeper character development as rangers and allies seek his guidance, uh, dealing with new dilemmas. 
uh, new allies and enemies. Uh, the conclusion of Zordon's arc, eventually a series of storyline could be dedicated to the final resolution of Zordon's character arc, possibly involving a cosmic death that requires his in, in, inevitable uh, or sacrifice. So it knew I, too much. It, it knows. Because here's the thing, like, in the comic books, Zordon's <laughs> a complete stop. Zordon's a completely different character. Like, he's out of his tube in the comics. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I like this. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Also, I've started watching this. Not to, I should have said this on the regular, but you're getting it now in the bonus. I've started watching Cosmic Fury. How is it? So fucking good. Like, has no reason to be $10 good. Like, you know, they're like, they're like, hey, make make a season for, like, this budget. We bet you can't do it and make it good. And they said, fucking bet. And let me tell you, it's not great. Like, it's not like, it's a solid seven, which hasn't been a thing for a very long time. So, fuck yeah. I, I, think, I think I'll be done. Okay. But I just want to read this one little <clears throat> yeah. section. Sensei Greece, Kreese, desperate to see his dojo prevail, had secretly brought in someone to be Daniel's final enemy. Kreese, Daniel, meet your final opponent, Steven Seagal, a master of martial arts and a legend in his own right. So that's been the chat GBT bonus. Steven Seagal beats We're Daniel. We're so many more of these. We're gonna have so many more of these. No one could. How long was that? Twenty minutes. Just about, yeah. Fuck yeah. 20-minute yeah. chat GPT reads. Yeah, that's a, th- that's a thing. That could be how we get our whole following. It's just stolen fucking ideas. 